All right, thank you very much. It's time to get the mental edge. <laughs> Coaches, thank you very much for having me. Very exciting to be here. You know, I was at Rutgers. I was a Rutgers student. I wound up going to the University of Pennsylvania after that, but I have a lot of great memories here at Rutgers University. Really exciting stuff. So first thing, I'm a coach just like you guys. I coached at Springfield College. It's a Division III program. I was over there, and my goal was always the same as yours. We want to build student athletes up so they're champions, not only in football, not only in school, but also life. So we want to build life champions, sports, school, and life. My goal is the same as yours. You have to look at football as a metaphor for your entire life. Even if you're a college player, even if you're a pro player, if we haven't applied those lessons to school, to our personal relationships, and to our future career, we drop the ball. We miss the entire boat. Okay, so we want to get these athletes to start looking at it like that, that football is a metaphor for their entire life. I'm saying the same things that you are, right? So first thing I ask any group of athletes, whether it's elementary school, middle school, high school, college, or the Olympic team, we work with the US Olympic team for wrestling. We also work with some of the top UFC fighters in the world. First question I always ask them, what percentage of sports are physical and what percentage are mental? So you think about that for a second. What percentage of sports are physical and what percentage is mental? Again, I've spoken to top college coaches all around the world, top high school coaches, top youth coaches. Almost every great athlete will say that sports are 90% mental. Even if they said it's as low as 50% mental. The next question I ask, how much time do you spend training your mindset? How much time do you spend training your mindset? And if you break it down into a percentage, most people will say their training is 90% physical. So think about that for a moment. You say that sports are 90% mental, yet your training is 90% physical. I'm not a mathematician, but I do know that that's a problem. If we want to be the best, my coach was an Olympic, uh, Olympic coach, and he always told me you have to study the best people in the world. How did the best athletes think? How did the happiest people in the world think? How did the richest people in the world think? How did the holiest people in the world think? You gotta start looking at the top. Start looking at the top. And I know that if you wanna be the best, and I know there's people here who do wanna be the best, you have to train very hard physically and very smart. You have to train hard and smart. You don't have to pick both. So rather than hear it from me, go on and on about how mental sports are, we put together a nice video for you called Ask the Goats. Ask the Goats. So you're gonna watch some of the top athletes talk about how mental sports are. We'll give that to you now for your viewing pleasure during lunch. So there you go right there. I always say this, you never have to believe what I say. What I try to do is I try to study from the very best in the world. You study from the best in the world and you learn their secrets and success leaves clues. The most successful people in their career, the most successful coaches, the most successful athletes and the happiest people have a lot in common. So one thing you need to remember with your athletes is that your athletes don't always listen to what you say, but they remember what they do. 
Athletes remember what they do. That's why everything has to be hands-on. So rather than tell you that, I want to prove that to you. So if I could have a volunteer from the audience, please. My man, come on up. Come on down. That's right, you can give him a hand if you want. <laughs> so again, you gotta remember with kids, we're dealing with kids. I used to be a school psychologist. Kids don't remember, especially athletes. Athletes are hands-on people. They remember what they do, not what you say. I'll prove that to you now. So, got my man Adam here. We're gonna do a simple little trick. We're gonna take the flag out. This is brought to you by Gilman Gear. Not making a plug for them, other than to say that they are the best at what they do. What I'd like you to do, Adam, if you, if you could try to balance this on one finger. And I want you to look right down here at your finger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, here, stand towards the middle. One more time. You're gonna look right down there at your finger. Hello. All right, a little tough. All right, and hold on. Why don't we give him a little bit of a round of applause? Get him going. Come on. Let's get it going for him a little bit. All right. Last time we're going to try to do it. Balancing it on your finger. Middle of the top of your finger. And look down. All right, a little, little tough. Okay. Now, here's what happens. You always ask yourself, after you make a mistake, after things don't go well for you, after you lose a game, what do you tell yourself? And your athletes are probably similar to you where you start to say there's something wrong with me. I'm no good. And I'm here to tell you today that you're not lacking the ability. You're lacking the strategy. More importantly, it's what we're focusing on. Now, I intentionally misled Adam. I'd like you to do the same thing now and this time look at the top of the flag. Same task. This time, all he's gonna change is his focus. Pretty simple. Why don't we give him a hand? <laughs> now, one second. In that short 30 seconds, did my man here get any stronger, smarter, or better looking? No, what happened was he changed his focus. And small changes in your focus, small changes in your mindset, have a big impact on your success. Thank you. You're the man. Good man right here. We talk about mindset, getting up in front of all of his peers. Wasn't planning on doing it. That's mindset. So, we all know, and you watch the very best athletes, they're saying sports are 50 to 90% mental. So we need to bridge that gap between the physical and the mental. So like I said, we're building champions in football, in school, and in life. Focus is focus, confidence is confidence, and mental toughness is mental toughness. Whether we're on the football field for a state championship, whether we're taking the SATs, whether we're in a job interview, or whether we're saying no to drugs and peer pressure, do you have the confidence? Do you have the mental toughness? Do you have the discipline? None of those three things are physical. That's 100% mental. So we bridge that gap with these student athletes, with the kids, and again, all different ages, all different sports. So the name of the program, Winning Mindset, we started in the sport of wrestling. I've been doing this for the past 11 years, and from that time, 
We've been an unbelievable success, so we branched out to all these other sports, and now especially football, which is why we're here. So we have to start training our mind. So what is mental training? A lot of coaches say they do mental training with their athletes, and I know you do. And we wanna help you take that now to the next level. Mental training with the athletes. I want you to start looking at mental training. This is not counseling. This is not therapy. This is not motivational speaking. I know as a school psychologist, if you just listen to me, you're only gonna retain 5% of the information that's down there in the toilet. That's almost like we were in here. So we have to know the mindset exercises and strategies. That's what you want your kids to know. Information you could take to them right away. So I want you to start looking at mindset training as strength training for your mind. Serious athletes strength train 12 months out of the year. Serious athletes with their strength training, they physically do it. You can't just think about squatting you can't just think about deadlifting, and you can't just think about bench pressing. You have to actually get in the weight room and do it. And there are different physical muscles in the body. You could have a player who has strong legs, but has weak arms. You could have a player with a strong chest, but a weak lower back. So there's different strength muscles in our body, different physical muscles. Mindset is the same way. The most serious athletes will train their mind 12 months out of the year. The Rutgers wrestling team, we worked with them very frequently. They just had two NCAA champions, Anthony Ashnault and Nick Suriano, a lot of you watched on ESPN. We worked not only with both of their teams in high school, Bergen Catholic and South Plainfield, but we've also come in many times to Rutgers and have given them these mindset lessons. Now that's just a piece of the pie. I'm not taking full credit for those guys, but we're happy to be a part of that. But they took time on their mindset. Rutgers has done a complete transformation with their wrestling team, and a lot of it is because they changed their focus. They changed their standards, and they started to reach a high level. So with mindset training, it's a lot like our strength training. It's a lot like our technique. It's 12 months out of the year, it's physical, you can't just think about mindset training, you have to do it, and there are different mental muscles. I've heard many coaches say, this athlete has the mindset. That athlete does not have the mindset. Wrong. After working with tens and thousands of athletes around the country, I can tell you, we all have it in some areas, we all don't have it in other areas, and I'm the same way. Everyone in this room, every one of your athletes has mental strengths and every one of your athletes has mental weaknesses. Those top wrestlers that I just brought up, they have mental weaknesses too. They have mental strengths. And you're only as strong as your weakest link. You're only as strong as your weakest link. So, we have to fix the problem. We have to work in our mindset. Otherwise, what we see is the common mindset red flags that we talk about. The mindset red flags, being better in practice than in a game. How many of your athletes do really well in practice, but then choke in big games? We see it every year in colleges, in high schools, and at the youth level. Athletes get into a championship competition, and their eyes are as wide as saucers. They're nervous. They're scared. They're like a deer in the headlights. 
If you want to reach the pinnacle, you have to learn how to perform under pressure. And it's the same thing in school. A lot of your athletes want to go to top colleges. We have many athletes that go to military academies, that go to Ivy League schools. They have to be able to rise to the occasion on the SATs, on the ACTs, on their entrance exams, on their, on their interviews for schools. It's the same thing dealing with pressure. We have an athlete right now who wants to go to Brown University. He does well on the practice SATs, but on the real SATs, he chokes. The only problem is, the only thing that counts is the real SATs. So do you have those mental strategies or not? So if I ask the coaches in this room, how do I get stronger legs? Every coach could tell me, you need to squat, you need to deadlift, you need to leg press, you need to lunge. I could ask every coach in the room, how do I get stronger arms? You'll tell me to do pull-ups. I need to bench press. I need to shoulder press. I need to do bent over rows. But then if I ask coaches, how do you build confidence? What are the exercises to build confidence? A lot of times it goes silent. We don't have an answer for that. And it's the same thing with the ability to relax under pressure. What are the strategies? What are the mindset exercises to relax under pressure? Most coaches don't know. When I was competing, coaches would tell me, you need to be confident. Okay, you're the coach. How do I become confident? You need to believe in yourself. Okay, well, how do I believe in myself? You just be confident. And it's circular reasoning. It goes around and around. So we need to start studying the strategies, the mental exercises that we provide. And that's exactly what we do. We've taken mental training to a next le the next level. My background, I have a master's degree in exercise science and sports psychology. I'm a school psychologist certified, and I have a master's degree in clinical psychology. We've taken sports psychology to the next level, and we created a football-specific, systematic mindset program that will give you the exercises to improve confidence to improve the ability to relax under pressure and then to take these lessons and for these young student athletes to now apply that to their life, to their school. We could all think of many great athletes, some of the best athletes you probably coached that got derailed not because of sports but because they didn't apply the discipline and the mental toughness to school. The NCAA Clearinghouse, they weren't able to make the grades. They weren't able to say no to drugs, alcohol, and peer pressure. We see athletes get derailed by that all the time. That is an area of mental toughness. Knowing who you are, what you believe, having boundaries for behavior. So a couple of examples of what we do. And again, we work with over 150 teams around the country. We do Skype workshops with our team. They're about 45 minutes where we have a live coach take you through, take you and your team through the mindset exercises. We have everyone on the team, an example would be, everyone on the team comes up with a reset button. I did this recently at Colorado Springs at the Olympic Training Center. They went through adversity situations. Referee makes a bad call. What do you tell yourself? You just made a big mistake. What do you tell yourself? Your opponent takes a cheap shot on you, does something dirty. What do you tell yourself? Unfortunately, most athletes have never given that thought. They leave it to chance. 
And then when they get in the most important game of the year, they don't have a plan. They know what to do, ex they know how to execute technically. They know their strategy, but mentally they didn't have a plan. We give them a concrete plan with these mindset worksheets and exercises where they put the pen to paper and now they're actually training their mind. They're not just listening to me. They're doing the mindset exercises and the mindset worksheets. It's critical. So it's an ongoing thing. It's not a one time. It's multiple mindset exercises and worksheets that we do with the team. So when the team struggles, the mindset coach is there. If there's drama on the team, the mindset coach is there. If these guys need extra work one-on-one, -on -one, the mindset coach is there to hold their hand throughout the season to help take them to the next level. One of the things we have the team do before and after every practice, before and after every lift, before and after every activity that the team does, we have them get on their feet and go through the four mindset principles. I'm thankful for the opportunity to play football. I am aggressive and relentless. I have no fear of losing or making mistakes. And I never ever give up. And they burn that message into their minds and then they know that forever. And we've had three athletes after winning NCAA championships and they were interviewed and they said just that. I had no fear of losing or making mistakes. I was thankful for the opportunity to compete. Why? Because they were mentally trained. They had mental reps. So that's what we're trying to develop. We talk constantly about two different types of animals in the animal kingdom. There's predator and prey. There's predator animals, there's prey animals. And you could tell the difference by looking at their eyes. Predator animals have their eyes on the front of their head. As we always say, eyes on the front like to hunt. Eyes on the front like to hunt. Prey animals, their eyes are on the side of their head. Squirrels, chipmunks, rabbits, their eyes are on the side. We say eyes on the side like to hide. Eyes on the side like to hide. So what does that do with you as a coach? What does that have to do with your athletes? And what does that have to do with them as students? Everything. If you're focused like a predator and it's kill or be killed out there on the field, it's tough. It's mentally grueling. They have to think like predators. Your predator mindset is your effort, your attitude, and your aggressiveness. We tell all of our athletes, burn that into your mind. Effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. Effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. Those are the factors that are in your direct control. Everything else is prey mindset. Rankings, records, seedings, predictions, newspaper articles, are all prey mindset because they're not directly in your control. We have a lot of athletes that are looking at social media. What are other people saying about me? What's our team ranked? Let me tell you this. We've seen more teams lose in big competitions than anything else when they're focused on records, rankings, seedings, and predictions. We're not doing things to look good in front of other people. We don't care who our opponent is. We treat everything the same. If you watch the interviews of the best athletes, they treat all competitions the same. That's the predator mindset, focusing on your effort, your attitude, and your aggressiveness. And those are the type of things that these athletes need to learn. They need to also know what are they thinking when they play their best. 
What are they thinking when they play their worst? Another example of a worksheet that we do with our athletes. We have them write down their three best competitions. What were they thinking and what were they feeling? Also, we have them write down their worst competitions. What were they thinking? What were they feeling? What were they doing? And guess what we find? When you compare those two different pieces of paper, they're totally different mindsets. The athlete then proves to themselves what they need to do to improve and just how mental sports are. So it's so important that we don't just talk about it, we have to do it. Whether you're building a culture as a team, you might be starting with younger athletes. You wanna build a culture, you wanna build a dynasty. That's one thing, we absolutely do that. And even if you're competing for a state championship, if you're competing for a county championship, your team might need mindset even more than the other teams because you're gonna have more press coverage. You're gonna have more people at the games. You're gonna have more interviews. More is gonna be spoken about with the records and the rankings and the predictions. So, just because you're a real good team, you need mindset probably even more than the other team. And at the end of the day, if you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you're getting. Remember the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. At the end of your student athlete's career, you want them to know for sure that they did everything possible to maximize their potential and that these lessons for football were applied to school and their whole life. Football, school, and their whole life. If you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you're getting. We wanna build the mental edge, whether it's football, school, or life. Mindset makes the difference. Thank you very much. Thank you. I got you, Thanks, Thank you for your energy and your enthusiasm. We appreciate the presentation. We appreciate your support. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one is always the best. Thanks for staying with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.